powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Welcome to Game Over Cup Final Game Two between the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. Seven to the final score. Nine goals in about thirty game misconducts. Uh, I'm Charlie, host of Usually Game Over Ottawa. I'm happy to be doing a playoff game, um, not under the circumstances that uh, you know, definitely Kaya and I at least were hoping for this season. But anyway, like I said, I'm Charlie and I'm joined. I'm thrilled to be joined by Kaya and Avery. Um, what a what a crossover episode this is. Um, I don't even know where to start, so... I just want to uh, address the fact, first of all, uh, Kaya, would you like to uh, make your case for why you're choosing uh, the Panthers? Because you're the only one of the three of us that is, you know, visibly, um, I guess, rooting for for one side over the other. Here, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna address how how we're hope how the three of us and we're hoping this this series will go. All right. Okay. So first of all, um. I cried when Matthew got Kachuk got traded from Calgary because he was my favorite Calgary player. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like him right now, especially the refs of this game. <laughs> I, I didn't know Canucks fans were allowed to have a favorite flame. I, I, I didn't realize that was <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of like, to a lot of Canucks fans, I'm like like a horrible, like blasphemous fan. But I, I oh. like a lot of players from different teams it's okay. like it's a whole thing it's a whole thing gotcha. it's a gotcha. whole okay. thing um we, we won't go too deep into that then. i follow i follow i follow the flames for the former canucks now and that's about it because they keep taking them anyway so the florida panthers mainly the reason i'm rooting for them to win the cup is uh roberta luongo <laughs> is okay on, yeah. is in their front office group and i would like to see him get the cup because he deserved it in 2011, but, you know, Tim Thomas had some really cool pads. Anyway, um, Roberto Longo, yeah, and also Vegas knocked the Canucks out in 2020, and I'm still mad about that. Like, it's dumb because, like, half the players from that era are gone because Vegas, who cares about loyalty? But, like... (laughs) I, I'm still I'm still mad about that Robin Leonard save. He's not even playing, but the Robin Leonard save of Brock Besser should have been. It should have been. Anyway, uh, Matthew Kachuk and I are also the same um, astrological sign, so that's my reasoning. <laughs> All right, Avery, do you have any preference one way or the other with with how this series goes? Or are you just are you just looking for some some good hockey? I've been a Vegas guy since day one. I know at the show, but I've been a Vegas guy since day one because there's some people who are saying, you know, oh, expansion team shouldn't win this early. I think expansion teams winning and making the old school mad is very fun to watch. So if Vegas were to win, <laughs> yeah. if Vegas were to win the cup in you. year six, that would be fun to see in their six year existence. <laughs> what, yeah, what's the fun in, especially with, you know, like, <laughs> two teams coming in so close together with Vegas and, and Seattle? Like, do you, like, is it more fun to have two teams picking the top 10 for the first 10 years of their existence. Like who, like who, who is that for? Who is that for? But, um, I I like, I like, I I love it that you, that's immediately where you went. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I've always thought it's so weird. The idea of your expansion used to be bad for next 10 years. How is a good business? How is a good business have this team be garbage for a decade? I I never got that by expansion team. I never understood that logic. (laughs) I love it. I'm, so both both of these teams are tough for me because not that there's at all really, you know, an Ottawa Florida rivalry. I mean, it's kind of fun now that the Kachuk brothers are both in the same division, but I just find it tough to cheer for any team in the same division as my team. So Florida immediately I have a tough time with. But I also have like trouble with Vegas just for the same reason that so many other hockey fans have trouble with Vegas just, you know, uh, they they don't love to uh, you know, um, necessarily tell their a lot of their players the truth. A uh, lot of rotating door of everyone in there. My only thing is, listen, if I got to pick one player, I want to see win the cup. I'm kind of, I guess, same boat as as Kai here. I just want to see, I just want to see my boy Mark Stone with the Stanley Cup. So, you know, you gotta, if you're gonna pick the lesser of two evils, it's gonna be the one where where Mark Stone gets to make his make his fun, excited face. Um, 
So uh, I'm going to ask both of you because as a Sens fan, I don't watch. Oh, okay. Let me let me let me add to it. As a Sens fan currently in the UK, where my team starts playing at midnight most of the time, I really have not watched much Vegas this season. So for the two of you who have probably watched way more than me, given that the teams that you cover, Vegas is playing in that same division. Um, what can either of you tell me about Vegas? going into this and and because there's been there's been so much i don't know if you guys have seen this on twitter there's been a lot of discourse on twitter about whether or not vegas is a dark horse because there's a lot of people who are saying that they're a dark horse because there were no one's cup pick but they won the conference like i I don't know what way to look at it they're either an underdog or they're overrated They're, they're, they're vegas is a team that's never right where they're supposed to be based on i guess hype so um either one of you Please jump in. Tell me what you think of the team going into the playoffs because I, I I have to be honest with you. I have not seen nearly enough of this team this season to really, you know, explain any of it myself. I think about Vegas, they're they're good and they know it, but they know it to a point where it's like annoying for the rest of the world. Um, like, for example, in, in the Pacific Division, it's not fun having to play them. Like sometimes we'll completely knock them out of the park. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks will knock them out of the park. So, you know, there's always hope for Florida. But (laughs) when it comes to Vegas, I think I wouldn't say they're underrated. Or like Avery said, they had that air of the expansion team. They're expected to be bad for a certain amount of time. And we're seeing that with kind of with Seattle was last year, but then now they're good this year. And it's, it's a weird situation going on in Seattle. But I think Vegas, the way that it came out, like right out of the bat, and they made it to the Stanley Cup final. I feel like there's a sense of jealousy when it comes to why people dislike Vegas. Because it's like, yeah, their team has gone to the Stanley Cup final twice now in six years. And then I'm like, our team, not the Panthers, I mean the Canucks, have been in this league for 53 years. We've gone three times. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a, there's a tinge of jealousy there. Um, but at the same time, I feel like... The reason that they were no one's cup picks is because I guess kind of people expected them to be good already and people were, I think, holding out hope that it would be Edmonton's year. I'm sorry, Avery. But um, I I do think that Vegas is going to be... They're going to be a team to beat for many, many years. And the reason, you know, the revolving door um, is a reason that they've been that team because they've gone to playoffs all but one year last year. Um, and yeah, you know, they're circumventing the cap, but so did Tampa. So, you know, of course they deserve to win a cup anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Avery, you're the actual, you know, Knights fan here. So, (laughs) you know, watching Vegas, the idea of them being underdog, I thought was silly. Of course, so many people had Edmonton because you saw McDavid and Dreisel having a great year. You saw Matisse Ekholm come in and be a spark plug on the back end, have a great year defensively with Evan Bouchard and their pairings. But Vegas, again, you said right there, Charlie, they won the conference. They were the number one team in the Pacific. How are you possibly an underdog? And then when you go through this team here, you've got Mark Stone, Jack Eichel, Chandler Stevenson. Like, this is a team that rolls three to four lines that can burn you at will. And their forechecking was so aggressive. So I thought it was silly that they are ever really an underdog with what they're able to bring offensively and up for the pressure they can bring. We saw what they did in two games against Florida. They have completely overmatched the Panthers, who are showing right now that that 10-day break, it's working against them right now. Yeah, and um, you're, you're absolutely right. They are up front especially. I mean, solid D, absolutely, but up front, the Knights are loaded. It's nuts. Like their fourth line goes out there, and I'm like, oh my god, look at the the the, the puck movement on this. Is this the t- oh no, it's the it's the fourth line again. Absolutely insane. Um, yeah, and God, Wizards. Do you do you do the two of you find this final as like because both teams here are obviously two teams that for whatever Florida, I think to a point understandable why no one expected them to be here. But again, going back to Vegas being the team that, you know, finished ahead of everyone else in the conference and no one was really picking to make it this far. Um, 
Because both, they're kind of. I think the reason this is such a weird final me is because they're almost the inverse of each other from the previous year. Florida uh, <laughs> underperformed in the se- this season, right after winning the Presidents Trophy last season, and then Vegas finished so high in the standings after missing the playoffs outright last year. Um, it just it feels like they're both, you know, none of it makes sense. Um, and I guess that's playoff <laughs> hockey at its best. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to uh, try and poorly uh, ver- verbalize how strange it all is. Um, so seven to two, seven to two, and uh, again Vegas, Vegas taking advantage of those power play opportunities. Um, this time, even obviously, both teams getting four power plays. Uh, Florida going zero for four. Um, Vegas, a nice little two for four, but um, I know the big thing for Florida, I'm going to go to you on this one, Kaya. Um, I know the big thing for Florida after game one was stop taking the second shot because being the person throwing the second shot, you're the one going to the penalty box. How do you feel about Florida's, I don't know, adjustment, I guess, maybe? To I, I mean, they took fewer penalties this time, but they still took four penalties. Um, how do you feel about uh, Florida, hopefully, um, maybe learning at least a bit of a lesson as far as, you know, being the uh, the second person in and, 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 and taking those retaliation penalties after, after game one, that being such a huge issue for them? I feel like they still have a lot of work to do. Like you said, <laughs> while the amount of penalties was not as much as last game... It was still a lot. <laughs> In a playoff game, there should be not four there should not be four uh penalties for each team. Well I okay, there should be, but like it's not called, but they're doing no, the yeah, stuff it, that it doesn't just, get it called. It goes to show how rough it is, right? The, like this yeah, series true. so far is just brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh do I think some things went uncalled for both sides? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time the retaliation one, uh obviously Duclair got that one later in the game, but yes. It was less prevalent in this game, which, you know, is a good thing. But at the same time, it's hard to control your emotions at the best of times. Um, Well, I mean, maybe for normal people, but for me, um, (laughs) it's hard. But, like, in the Stanley Cup final, there's just so much stress. And when your team is down the way that Florida is down currently, and yeah, they've done this against Boston, but Boston was, like, injured the entire series. Um... Whereas uh, Vegas, you know, everyone was on LTIR until the playoffs started. So there's a bit of a difference there. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they still need to have more discipline overall because you still can't, yeah, four penalties while the other team has four penalties may not seem a lot. But how many misconducts did you guys get? Matthew Kachuk got two in one game. I didn't even think that was possible. (laughs) Like, I I learned that that was a thing tonight. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh. Scratch yeah, it off get... your bingo card, folks. That is as unreal. And and who yeah, else I... could who else could have done it? Who oh, who yeah, else? Like, no, Rako Gudis, but like they knocked him out. Vegas knocked him out with a headshot. Oh, that, that's a whole game, other so. thing we got to talk about too. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's uh, it's a wonderful series with wonderful officiating in this wonderful league, and I love this wonderful sport yeah. so much. This is this is so fun because I have I have a Florida person. And a Vegas person on this show, so I'm gonna now I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go Avery, dude. <laughs> yes, you spent this season watching probably the most magical power play, right? Like the Oilers power play is insane, and after watching this game where Vegas was the only team to be able to convert on the power play, and maybe maybe and the reason I'm saying it like this is because maybe you're the wrong person to ask because you're used to just a stupid power play, right? I want to ask you how you think. Vegas's power play has been so far this series. How if you know how well they're talk about how well they're taking those those um, opportunities that Florida is you know probably giving to them a little too often. But are you even able to fully appreciate how good the Vegas power play is after watching Edmonton all season long? You know what? It surprised me because this year Vegas had one of the league's worst power plays. If you talk to anyone of the Vegas fans, the Vegas writers, you know during the Edmonton Vegas series. I would sit down and watch Morning Skate with Ken Bolke and Jesse Granger, and they would tell me, you know, oh, the Vegas power play is garbage, it's awful. And you'd watch them go through drills, and yeah, you would see in drills and in games that series against the Oilers, 
how that Vegas power play wasn't doing much. It was very stagnant. It was all about getting that puck down low to Mark Stone. So seeing them score twice in this game, you're like, wow, okay. Vegas power play, they're taking advantage, taking their advantage of the um, sort of miscues. It was a bit surprising. That's what you have to do when they come home. You've got to take advantage of those chances. And he did just that in game two. So good on Vegas for scoring the power play when all year long, it's been a major issue for them. Yeah. Um, they're just going to, as long as they're being given the opportunity, I imagine the game plan is going to stay the exact same for the next, uh, for the next couple of games here. Um, so yeah, speaking of Gudis, we got to talk about the fact that Florida went into this game running 11, seven for their, uh, for their lineup. Uh, knowing that uh, Radko Gudis was hurting going into this game, which I found kind of surprising that they just. So I don't know. I don't know if it was if it was Paul Maurice who 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 said that or or what. Um, as far as like like in what capacity? All I saw, I'm pretty sure I just saw Elliot Friedman tweet that uh, before the game. That they, he just said the Florida Panthers are going to go 11 forward, seven defensemen because Radko Gudis is hurting. Um, so I found it surprising that. You know that the information of like, oh, this guy specifically is in rough shape because you think, oh, so that's people are just going to take a run at that dude if they know he's hurting. And then in my brain, I went, oh, well, maybe not if it's Radko Gudas. Everyone might still be afraid of him, but no, like, like Barbashev went after him. So uh, good thing that they ran seven defensemen because uh, they had six for the majority of the game. Um, I want to talk to both of you. I want, I want both of your input on this, on that, on that hmm. Gudis hit, because I'm seeing a lot of people saying, no, it was just like a decent hit. And a lot of people are saying nothing but face. Like, um, God, I don't know who, who's, who's, who's feeling a little saucy. Who wants to uh, throw their opinion on that hit first? Okay. All right. Kaya. <laughs> okay. So I am on the side of all head contacts should be penalized. Like, it does not matter where you, uh, like, what you hit them with. Any contact right. to the head should be penalized. But the league, you know, continuously just denies the fact that CTE uh, is connected to hockey now. So that's never going to happen. But, yeah, I think while people may say it's a clean hit, you still shouldn't be aiming. Like, yeah, it's a shoulder. It's not as bad as, like, an elbow. But that's still another freaking body part. <laughs> Like, it does not feel good to hit anything with your head. Trust me, I've hit my car door, I've hit my head on my car door many times. It is not, it doesn't, it is not a good feeling. But like a shoulder going full force into your face, I understand being a clean hit and all that. But just because it's a clean hit doesn't mean, I feel like that should be a reworked term. Because clean doesn't always mean like it should be allowed in the game, especially with head contact. Um, People saying it's a reverse hit. I understand that, but at the same time, right? Still yeah. head contact. Like, I, I see what not... you mean. Yeah, clean and legal are not synonyms. So, and I will say on that one, I was just I was scrubbing through the replay of that, just kind of frame by frame. And if you if you look at it, because you got Gudis going straight forward, and on that frame by frame thing, his head moves back, like just just like a bit like that before the rest of his body moves. So. I think it was a pretty clear cut hit straight onto the head. Uh, Avery, I don't know what side you're taking on this one, man. I would love to hear your opinion on that hit because it's, it's, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a, it's a touchy subject, but it's, it's, you know, it's a big, it's a big topic from this game. So I think we gotta, you know, maybe upset people. I don't know. We'll see. It's very touchy, but no, I, I agree. Kai, this should be, NHL uh, has to move to eventually IWHF standard of any hit to the head is a penalty. We we can't we can't have our league that that has a great area for any level of head contact. What we know about CTE and concussions, it's long overdue to re- reverse hit or not. See, any hit to the head is worthy of a penalty. Plain and simple. Yeah, well, if it was you know, if it was any hit to the head is penalized, then uh, Quinn Hughes wouldn't have broken his nose like three times this year. Um, that went unpenalized, by the way. So, I'm sure and, I'm sure we'll be called soft by the uh, good old school hockey fellas. You shouldn't be with his head. But you know what? Go watch tennis. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. Uh, call me soft, but concussions are bad. Um, <laughs> 
Call me soft, but people should be able to live a happy life after their after their career is done. It'd be God so cool damn. if they knew what their kids' names were past the age of fifty. You know, like that'd be wow. Like I'd be great. I've, I've been concussed playing sports twice. They're not fun. Like I got uh, concussed no. sledding once. It was, it was it was it was not a great time. So especially if it comes in a hockey game, that is probably a much worse concussion. So. You think? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, fun transition now. Um, so Jonathan Marshall has twelve goals in his last twelve games. <laughs> the smile and the nod on one end, <laughs> and the rolling of the eyes on the other. Okay. Let's start with you, Avery. Let's start. Let's start with you. <laughs> um, especially with listen. I know there was some talk about um. Bobrovsky maybe getting that, you know, even if the Panthers lose, does mm-hmm. Bobrovsky get the J.S. Jaguar treatment? Does he get the Con Smythe on the losing team? After tonight, is there any question at all that if Vegas wins, it's going to Marcia So? I think as it stands right now, he is the favorite, but I really feel like it's 2-0 series, but... I'm not convinced we have a surefire favorite just yet. I mean, yes, Marshall's in the mix to win mm-hmm. the Conn Smythe, but I still think it's so close right now. It could be Marshall. It could be Kachuk. It could be Barasco. I still think it's a three-player race, but if the series were the, if were the, the series ending game, yes, I think Marshall would be the Conn Smythe winner right now. He's had a heck of a postseason. We got to see how game three is going to go. If he keeps up in game three, then I definitely think he's going to pull away and become clear favorite for the cons might if he keeps up in game three going back to sunrise now charlie right even even with you know even say you know the the series the series goes six marsh so doesn't score another goal for the rest of the series do you think he still do you think he gets so vegas wins marsh so's done scoring for for the playoffs at this point like can anyone catch him i mean it'd, it'd be hill it'd probably be him or hill right yeah, I would think, yeah, good grab. Yeah, forgot Aiden Hill. Yeah, I think if Borowski implodes again, uh, yeah, I definitely do think at that point in time, yeah, it's Marshy and Aiden Hill who are your favorites to win the con smite. Right. I'd say Hill as well. So what perfect time for a little word from our friends at Sports Interaction before this goes down again. Uh, so get in on the action to make your bet with Sports Interaction. Every hit, every shot, every goal. From all your favorite teams and players to professional rats like Matthew Kachuk. To uh, hey. two misconducts in uh, in one night. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Like 36 penalty minutes hey. <laughs> in two games. Sports Interaction nailed it. With competitive odds, the best in live in play, and more ways than ever to get into the game, like Minute Madness, our exclusive game with so many opportunities to win by the minute. Download the app or download the app in Ontario or use a QR code you see at the bottom of the screen, or head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN to get started. 19 plus, please play responsibly. It's two nothing. I believe they put on the broadcast that uh, teams that have been up to nothing uh, following the homestand, uh, the beginning of a Stanley Cup final, I believe it's a 38-3 and overall record. Um, so, listen, if, if, hey, if, if Florida was going to win the Cup on this, like, Cinderella, like, incredible magical run, could it start any other way? Probably not. I they they got they got to face some adversity after the Bruins. So I yeah no they're gonna they're gonna wreck it. <laughs> game three, game four, game five, game six, and game seven. Wait, game six. You That's heard it four. here first, first folks. Uh, the Florida Panthers are gonna be the first team to ever win the Stanley Cup five games to two. Uh, it's the best of it's the best of nine now. It's now best I'd of say, nine series. I'd say it's I'd say it's late, but it's literally nine p.m. So I can't even. I was not a math person. I'm not, either. I'm not either. It's five a.m. for me, so I don't know what. Uh, yeah, my my ninety eight percent math eleven left. <laughs> that was that was the last time I was ever credible. Anyway. Yeah, you know what? I believe I believe in the rats. I believe in the Panthers. I believe 
Um, and also, you know what? I don't fully. I'm not fully sure against Vegas, and the re and the reason for that is because the Canucks were recently, not recently, many years ago. I was a child. Um, were two zero up two zero in a mm. series after their homestand in 2011. I'm, I'm glad you went. I was, that's exactly where I was going to go next. So I'm yeah, glad you. I'm uh, that glad was you. one of the three. But um, yeah, so they're going into they're going into the away games. They were up to nothing. And uh, yeah, I have a good I have, I have a good feeling about the Panthers because I'm slightly cheering for Vegas. And that is that is totally the only reason why. She it's says with a Panthers hat and uh, and Panthers cat ears. and Panthers. I have guys. I'm kind of no. I'm just, I, I just I'm cheering for Vegas in the way that I tweet out Aiden Hill uh, shutout whenever there there's a shutout and then Panthers score. Oh, uh, so oh okay. That that's the way I'm a Vegas fan. It's like it's I'm I'm cheering for them because teams I cheer for are never allowed to win. Is that the is it kind of oh wow i'm a leafs rangers and canucks fan how do you think i feel <laughs> how do you land on okay we can't talk about this too we can't like, we gotta try and focus on the game i don't know how i i'm i'm the i'm i'm one of those people who's like fuck every team but the sends so i have i i listen for those of you out there who can like handle multi-team fandom i I don't understand it, and I envy you. Um, if Hank Green I, can do it, why can't I? There you go. Oh, who for Wait. some reason has a soft spot for the Sens? I, you know, I. <laughs> he's he's joining the he's joining the ownership group from the Cancer Center. <laughs> or Neko Sparks, yeah, he's gonna be thrown into the anyway. Um, okay, what 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 crash, else is there to talk about this game? On the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Uh, 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 the rest of this game. Um, the rest of this game. Hank Green tweeted again. Fuck Matthew Kachuk. So there's that. So we know which Kachuk brother he likes. Um, yeah, uh, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's this game. It's it's not fun to get blown out in the first two games of the Stanley Cup Final. Um, no. but at the same time. It's a little entertaining that we've broken away from the low-scoring games, um, personally, because those low-scoring games I kind of really hate, where it's like so tight, it's almost like a playoff game. I'm quoting Francesco Acolini for that one. Um, when it's like those ty- types of tight games, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this is good and all. But at the same time, one team getting completely humiliated, even if it is my team, it, it makes more... It makes it's more entertaining in a way. I feel like that's better for the absolute tomfoolery that is the game of hockey. That's just my opinion, because it is literally just guys on knife shoes, and uh, that's true. It's true, and there's a guy with a bunch of pillows on his arms uh, and legs with uh, trying to stop a little rubber thing from getting into the net. Like I feel like there are there's so many more opportunities for this game to be funny, and they don't allow it to. They've allowed it too far for the Florida Panthers to get into the Stanley Cup final. I think that was the funny capacity. Uh, but hey, they're 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 blowing the roof off this one. So, <laughs> so 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 you so you find games more fun when it's a blowout. Yeah, hundred percent. I uh, I was really? at a game seven six uh, overtime winner. It's not really. It was a blowout in the first period. The it was the Canadians and the Canucks. Um, the Canadians were up four nothing by the end of the first. Um, I believe it was 4-0, yeah. And then it ended up 7-6 Canucks in overtime. Or uh, I went to a 6-4 game with, where the Rangers beat the Canucks. Yeah, because I went to a tight... I've been to, like, the tight, low-scoring games before. I went to Toronto, and the Leafs won 3-2 against the Canucks, and I was like, oh, this is fun. Jordy Ben got the game winner. Like, I feel like when it's, like, those low-score... Like, low-scoring games, it's less... Right. ...entertaining and less... in. I don't want to say less interesting because like hockey is interesting to a point, but I feel like when you focus on now as the league transitions to a focus less on toughness and more on uh, skill and speed and goal scoring, I feel like this is going to be this is going to be a trend. Obviously, we've seen it this playoffs like Vegas lot, uh, knocked Dallas out last week with 
a 6-0 shutout, um, <laughs> which is insane. Um, but yeah, I feel like as we go on, I feel like it's better for the sport to have higher scoring games throughout both the regular season and the playoffs. Because then oh, you focus for, less for, on I'm, the... I'm completely with you on the higher scoring games. I think I would just prefer like, you know, a 5-4 OT win over like an yeah, 8-1 that's true. win. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, maybe not blowouts is the tr- proper word to use, but like high scoring. Let's like go no with goalies, that. like no goalies were involved. No goalies are involved. Give me that nine eight Seattle LA game from a few months back. Oh Give me that God. every game of the playoffs. That game was crazy. That was insane. Although <laughs> one of my favorite all time postseason games was that Penguins Flyers ten three from from twenty twelve. That game was oh, fun. That whole series, man. <laughs> that whole series was insane. Okay, here. So we're we're only two games in. Where do the two of you think that this? I mean, obviously this has, this has the potential to be an incredible final. Um, I'm hoping it's not going to be a sweep. I want more of this. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you think this has the potential to land as far as you know on the list of like all time finals? Is this is this going to be a final that any of us think back to even five years from now? Is it going to be a classic? Like where where are we at right now? Because you think there's some because like there are some finals that just stand out so much more than others. Um, I don't know personally. A lot of finals to me are like they don't stand out as much compared to like the ones that stand out to me are obviously the ones where the team I was cheering for lost, um, twenty eleven. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I say. Uh, yeah (laughs) i'd say (laughs) i'd say it's gonna be i'm hoping that it turns out to be a better series i hope florida brings back that bite that we saw against carolina that we saw against the leafs that we saw in the later games against the bruins i hope that florida brings that energy back and you know gets a fire lit under their asses a bit but at the same time is it going to be a truly memorable series? Not until Florida does that. If it's a sweep, it's if if it's a gentleman sweep and it's five games, nothing. There's like right. no one is going to care about the series. Everyone's just like, oh, Vegas got their first cup and in in six their six years of existence. Yay them. And then they're gonna move on to the next team. So I feel like that's what it's gonna be, unless Florida really steps up um and makes it less easy <laughs> for Vegas, essentially. Um yeah, that's that's what I think. How about you, Avery? You think you think this has the makings of a memorable final, or is this one that no one's gonna think back on? Uh, I think there'll, there'll be moments that, I think there'll be moments we remember it. If this series is sweet, they're gonna remember the Aiden Hill save in Game One, which I think if Vegas wins, it'll be a statue at the T-Mobile Arena. That'll be a statue <laughs> in five years if Vegas yeah. does sweep the Panthers. And then of course people are gonna remember the game two um, misconducts, the hit on. Kachuk and Eichel, but this series is a 4 nothing sweep overall. It'll go down as a eh, Vegas won their first cup, but beyond a few moments, won't be that memorable. It's going to take Florida coming back and making this at least a 6 or 7 game series for people to say, oh, that series was amazing. And I'll throw in too, if there's an overtime game or two that goes like the triple or four overtimes, then it'll add to the memorability. It'll add to that because People always remember a game that goes stupid long in the postseason. Those games are always remembered, no matter what year or how the series goes. They always remember the tomfoolery. That's that's what that's kind of the principle. They always remember the weird stuff that happens, like multiple OTs, multiple misconducts. They're gonna remember the dumb stuff that happened. And if there's a particularly brutal hit, that's gonna be remembered too, because mm-hmm. you know, hockey's a physical sport, even though you know it lowers players' life expectancies. Anyway, um <laughs> I do think that it's going to be it'll be memorable in the in the ways that it is dumb. <laughs> I I With, think the main reason it has a chance to be memorable is because it feels like there's been about six teams in the last 15 Stanley Cup finals. Um, so it's just nice to have a complete change of pace. So I mean, and who knows, maybe, maybe, maybe the playoffs are gonna continue like this the next few years, maybe it's gonna be a whole bunch of fresh faces in the finals, and then it's you know, then 
this just just this is just another one of them. But you know, if next year we get, you know, if if Sounds Colorado nice. has another run, if if you know, it's it's just one of those things where, like, it just. Uh, I'm I'm just so that, happy that it's a different that's it's it's a different looking final. You know, it's new teams. Sense Canucks. Sense Canucks. Sense Canucks. Let's go. Unfinished business, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just wait, shirt. I'm just waiting for the first cup final between two game over markets to just tear FDP and apart. Oh, yeah, but that would God. that would mean that imagine? they they have to allow a Canadian team to win the cup. This is an all an all Canadian <laughs> an all Canadian final would ruin this company. Like it would ruin this country, dude. It, you like, know how the riots happened in 2011 here, though. Canadian <laughs> forget the Vancouver riots. Imagine the SDPN riots. Like people are going to get fired. Could you could you imagine the two streams going like 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 a, a Toronto Edmonton final? Would, oh my, be that would be nuts. Worst. First of all, for viewership, it would be incredible. Like the, the entertainment <laughs> value would be nuts. But the host, oh my god, dude, Avery, I'd be, I'd be worried for you, man. The fighting between <laughs> between the employees at our company. Well, I mean, you you guys, you all saw how fired up the stream to get M10 between myself and Dennis and Zach. I don't know, I don't know what happened. If we did have, we, we, we could have had this year. We could have had this year. Edmonton, Toronto. We could have had Winnipeg, Toronto this year. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we couldn't. <laughs> let's, let's be real. <laughs> let's possible. be honest here. It was, it was possible, but no, no, no offense to listen, Brady. <laughs> no offense to listen, Brady, but that team was not. <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, right, I, so... I say that easily because the Canucks didn't make it, but at the same time, <laughs> I want. Okay, okay, so. We'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll go off the rails again momentarily. Um, the reason I wanted to bring up the the how memorable this final would be and and just general and gen like like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I guess just being memorable in in general is because I mean no disrespect to this player. All right, he's been a really solid player for a decade now. Everyone wants would want him on his team. Two, we are two wins away from Alec Martinez having three cups. Has there ever been maybe a less known player outside of, you know, the mainstream big fan bases, right? Like, can you name a player with three cups that's less of a household name? Hmm. And when you could pick whoever French dude was on the fourth line of the Habs in the 60s or whatever, sure. But, like, as far as, like, modern day goes, Alec Martinez, I mean, when when he was traded from L.A., like, I I think there were probably about, you know, 25 teams that had fan bases going, yeah, this, yeah, who wouldn't want Alec Martinez on, on your blue line? But, like, Alec Martinez is, you know, three Stanley Cups, and probably has no shot at all at the Hall of Fame, which is a weird sentence to put together. Um, I feel like Pat Maroon's... Sorry, people in the, the, the chat are saying Pat Maroon. I feel like Pat Maroon is like, he's more well-known than Alec Martinez because I just had to double-check Alec Martinez's DB because I was like, what team was this man on? Um, but, <laughs> I think, yeah. I think that helped prove my point then. You know, I think that... Yeah. yeah. I feel like that would be the the least known in the modern era yeah, of well, the well, NHL. Like even if we're really cherry picking and calling it the salary cap era, like definitely, but I would say eighties onward, really. I mean maybe mm-hmm. the Oilers had some random dude on the fourth line back in the eighties who won a bunch, but like as far as yeah modern day NHL uh, NHLers go, um yeah, I believe Martinez did have the cup winner. Um don't, Richard don't in the chat's here saying against the uh, against don't. the Rangers. I don't remember which one it was, but that's one of my favorite things too. Just the most random guys having a cup winning goal. It's the best. It's yeah. the best. Actually, if you want to talk about uh, salary cap here, Colin Fraser has three cups. Colin Fraser has three rings. Oh, that's a great Avery <laughs> with the, oh pulling the name out of the hat. I love it. What a name. Okay, yeah. well, what what years what years does he have? He's got. Um, Chicago 2010, LA 2012, LA 2014. Mm-hmm. That's Damn. awesome. 
That's awesome. So Alec Martinez is 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 working <laughs> his was, way up to that point. He was drafted 2003, uh, 69th overall. Nice. So, of course, uh, yeah, nice. He's, <laughs> he's going to get there eventually. Of course, it was 03, too. 03. 03 is stacked, dude. 03 yeah. is dumb. 03. This, hey, yeah, <laughs> like, even, like, like, who are the best picks in 03? Oh, this guy won three cups, and he wouldn't be one of the first 50 guys you name from that draft. Like, what a yeah. stupid draft. Unbelievable. First draft I was alive for. Now I feel ancient. Oh, that's scary. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's... No, because no, now it's weird because it used to be uh, Craig Anderson was the last player that was drafted before I was alive. Um, but wow. then after, yeah, and now he's retired, so now it's just Mark Andre Fleury, who might retire soon anyway. So it's great. <sighs> yeah, Avery, have you but... ever, have you ever felt so old? You know, as wow, you know, as someone, as someone, as a as a, 90, as a 93 year old who who remembers watching Mark Messier play live, I do feel ancient now, knowing that I, knowing that I grew up watching. In the seventies, I was like, oh, that makes me feel ancient knowing that Craig Anderson's career predates Kaya being alive. I, <laughs> yeah, that's it's terrifying. <laughs> that's terrifying. Um, <laughs> um it's wow. Great. All right. Um, well, Nicholas Hall. Oh no, Nick, Nick! Yeah, Nick Jalmerson. Yeah, he has three cups. What? All, That's all, how you say that? All, all, all with yes. Chicago, right? So when I mean, he was a mainstay, uh, he was a mainstay on that blue line. Like, okay. he he was mm-hmm. he was what probably maybe not their number three defenseman on all for all three of those cups, but like top four on all three for sure, right? He he, I think thirteen and fifteen at least. He was definitely number three behind Keith and Seabrook, but um. I don't remember what that what that blue line looked like in 2010. 2010 was uh, Keith Campbell, uh, oh, Brian Bufflin, Campbell, Seabrook. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dustin Bufflin! Oh my God, yeah, Bufflin was there. That's uh, right. Hendry, Sopel. Wow, I Nick forgot Dustin Bufflin was on that team. Games. Like, yeah, he was on the 2010 Chicago Blackhawks. I forgot about it, and then he immediately left because yeah, that. Yeah. If that you want to know up. other fun things about this 2010 Chicago Blackhawks, Google 2010 Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow! I just hit... Oh, wow! <laughs> it just hit you? It was the tape delayed reaction. It's like Kachuk when, I don't know, but somebody hit him into the net. I think it was Martinez hit him into the net early. From uh, from Joel in the chat, Matt Cullen. Matt Cullen is yeah, because Matt Cullen would have he won the back to back with Pittsburgh, and then he won with mm-hmm. Carolina, I think. Um, yeah, he, he was 06? on he was on Carolina, 06. yeah, he was on Carolina in 06, and did he win the back to back with Pittsburgh? Yeah, yes. Matt Cullen, hey, Ottawa no. Senators legend. Um, <laughs> that's what I'll throw played- out there. He played twenty seven <laughs> games for the Sens. Yeah, and I think he had like twenty five breakaways. So, <laughs> listen, dude was like 36, and dude was mm-hmm. fast. That's, he was. that's that's Matt Cullen's deal. He was old as hell, and he was fast. Oh, my God. Long. He's 46 now, and he last played in 2018-19. He had yeah. longevity. Yeah. I know you mentioned how, how, uh, how, how many games. Kai, well, if you have that up right now, how many games did Matt Cullen play? Uh, for the Sens or just in general? In, in total. In total, um, in the big... NHL, he played 1,516 games. Yeah, like he had 731 points in those in that time. He played 132 playoff games with 58 points. So wow! And you got wait, 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 three for three cups as well. Wait, Justin Williams was he at? Oh, did he? Did he, he went. He did. Win, he went. He won both with the Kings, right? Yeah, yes, he did. But... Okay, but was he on Carolina in 06? Or is that like I feel like he... he was. Yes, he was. He was. So Carolina, yeah, Justin Williams is part of the three cup club, but he's also But he's he, he's Mr. Game Justin seven, Williams. Right? Like so... he's Yeah. He's, he's he's Captain Clutch. So he, he he's that not... would be saying if Chris Kreider had three cups, it would be like, Oh yeah, Chris Kreider, who knows who this guy is? And it's just like 
people yeah. know who Chris Kreider is. Yeah. I, I got a real I'll, deep. I'll, go, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I got a real deep. I know, I know Charlie asked earlier if there was an 80s Oiler who was in that, in that, in that um, comparison. Um, Pat Hughes has three cups. One in Montreal, two of the Oilers. And Pat Hughes, he retired 130 goals in his career. He is one of 34 NHL players to score five goals in a game. He's probably the most random guy to have a five-goal game in what? the NHL ever. Gotta be, right? He, he's, yeah, he scored five goals in the Oilers' 10-5 win over Calgary in 84. That's amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and Pat Hughes is probably and, one of the most non-descript players ever in league history. He had a five-goal game. <laughs> dude just looks like another hockey player. <laughs> yeah, from, from, from Joel in the chat, players with three cups who don't make the Hall of Fame should get their own Hall of Fame. Honestly, can we make the SDPN Hall of Fame like the, the, the Hall of Three Cups? <laughs> the the, the, mean, hall, the I, hall of you're not the reason your team won, but you're good enough to be on winning teams. I'm like, for it. I'm for it, but that means that there's zero Canucks there. Zero. <laughs> and that means zero Canucks, but also Mark Messier, and I don't like that. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But hey, you know what? The argument you need a cup to get into the Hockey Hall of Fame, I feel like that's not valid anymore. Nah. Because look at the recent class. None of them won a cup. <laughs> like, yeah, Alfie right. never won a cup. Uh, Sadines. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nope. Zidane's no Luongo. This is the farthest he's been in the playoffs with the Florida organization, and he's not playing. That's true. Like, it's true and a bit sad. <laughs> but yeah, they they didn't win a round, I think, until last year, since 96. So. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people, and people hate on the Leafs, but anyway. <laughs> I, I would have been born, like, a few weeks after that cup final run. So to think that the Florida Panthers hadn't won around my whole lifetime. Up until this year, they hadn't, nice. the Toronto Maple Leafs hadn't won around in my brother's lifetime. Yeah. And it was weird. Wow. So, so I'm, so I'm the grand old man of the chat. Cause when I was, I was born in 93. I was born New Year's Day 93. So when I was born, the Habs won the, their last cup when they beat the LA Kings. That you're the, you're the old man old man yeah um do we have anything else to talk about this game because i'm sure as soon as we bring up something else about this game we'll manage to get off topic and start talking about players three cups i just wanted to bring up the fact that alec martinez solid player his whole career i don't want to take anything away from him weird dude to have three cups yeah um, yeah, Roberto Luongo played six games total with the Florida Panthers over in the, in the playoffs. Over one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven seasons with the Panthers. He played six playoff games. That so. should be a crime. No. Yeah, we he know. didn't get any points. <laughs> we know. I'll give, I can't I'll find give... his playoff stats. <laughs> you know, I'll give you all some insight into Alec Martinez. You know, I'm, doing, I'm doing a feature on for hockey's on, on on the Golden Knights proficiency when it comes to shot blocking. So I interviewed Alec um, during after it was Game Three of. And before before game three of empty base, we interviewed Alec Martinez, and he's the legal he's a leader in shop blocks. So I asked him, Alex, just about I guess the art of shop blocking, and I guess I told asked him, you know, of course, you never came to this game wanting to be a shop blocking defenseman, and he said to me, you know, being a leader and being the shop blocking leader, I might need a, I might need a dunce cap for being that leader. <laughs> Verbatim quote: He said, you might need a dunce cap for being the shop blocking. <laughs> Is dude from like the fifties? Who even says dunce cap you gotta, anymore? You gotta be so brave and so <laughs> dumb to put yourself in front of that many shots. And he admitted as much because he admitted that you don't want to be the guy. You don't come into the league expecting to be the guy with over 190 blocks in a season. That's that's giving <laughs> that's giving orange cat energy. You know, just like no brain, no brain. Wow. I've never owned a cat. I just understand that orange cats are the dumb ones. So. That checks out, I think. That is from... the discourse. <laughs> That's where we've gotten. Welcome to Game Over Cup Final, where we got cat disc. Oh, you're technically we do have cats. I mean, it's the Panthers, so yeah, oh yeah, totally true, true, So it, true. it works. It it fits. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, no idea where to take the show. So 
what do you what do you guys think? Do we do we wrap it up here? Panthers <laughs> and six, baby. <laughs> any uh any 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 last uh any last things you guys want to throw out there about uh tonight's game because I ran through my notes and um yeah, I got I got nothing else. I uh hawk, hockey fun thumbs up. That's what I gotta say. I will just add, I think Jack Eichel's meeting Vibranium because he came back from that hit from Kachuk, came back and helped set up another goal in the same game. Like, I swear, his neck is made of Vibranium or Adaminium because that uh, would have kept a lesser man out. Yeah, true. <laughs> I feel like it's also because, you know, it's the first time he's been in the playoffs in his career. So I feel like that's that's a motivating factor. But also I feel like he just sat in the quiet, quiet room for 15 minutes over intermission and was like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. Like, it was probably adrenaline-based. So he'll probably be hurting tomorrow. But at the same time, you got two more days because they scheduled it weird this this uh, the Stanley Cup final. So Yeah, I don't know how I feel. Like, I get, I understand throwing an extra day with after travel days. Like, it's consistent, mm-hmm. but it's weird. Like at yeah. the very least, it's consistent. But like, what the hell are you going to do for the next two days? At least, at le- okay, at least it's shorter than what it was—like seven days or six days without hockey. Like I, I didn't know what to do with my life for that last week. But um, when it came to like, uh, when it comes to travel, at least it's like southern because I saw this one TikTok I, that was about um, the worst travel path if it was the Stanley Cup final and it was Vegas, it wasn't Vegas, it was Florida and Vancouver. So it's a good thing my team sucks because otherwise that travel, like it would be five days in between games, I swear. God. It is not easy to fly to Florida from here. Yeah, it's across the continent. So yeah, anyway. A- a- Avery, you got any, you got any travel, any travel discourse throwing them in the mix here? Any opinions? <laughs> I will. I will just say that traveling between the East Coast and West Coast like that—that is—it's gonna be tough. But you know what? Hey, these guys are used to it, though. But also, to also too for the media, I gotta say for the for the media members who are covering both um, games in Vegas and and Miami, pace yourselves. Don't go too hard. I don't want to hear about you know anyone in the media going too hard and falling asleep on the Strip or on South Beach because you know. Media folk can enjoy having a good time after games. <laughs> uh, bring sunglasses for the studio lights. <laughs> Drink water. Drink yeah. water. Drink water, everybody. Stay hydrated. Everybody, that stay hydrated. Not, not even, even if you're not part of the hockey media world, going to these games, stay hydrated. Oh yeah, Ev- yeah. Regardless of where you stand, just stay, stay hydrated. Drink that water. That's right. Um, I'm I'm sitting at, sure. at home in front of a computer and I'm staying hydrated. I'm in there fucking. You, you want to talk about how much sunlight? I'm in fucking England right now. I'm staying high. I'm staying hydrated. So there you go. Gotta stay hydrated. It's important. Also, it's I want to also point out. I didn't even bring this up earlier. Fucking three for three on glasses on this panel. How about that? Yeah. Yay! Glasses Eyesight sucks. Eyesight sucks. Um. <laughs> Well, I have twenty twenty vision when you can just. We have... should be refs. Um... <laughs> <sighs> oh God. Anyway, yeah. uh, thank you for watching. Um, what is probably not just you know not not just technically, but also I think uh, probably you know uh, content wise the um, the most chaotic episode of Game Over Cup. I can only hope it will be the most chaotic episode of Game Over Cup final. Um, We'll see how Knock everyone else does through this series. But um, thank you for sticking with us through the technical difficulties of uh, YouTube deciding to end the stream. And um, yeah, just being split up into two parts for some reason. Um, I'll have to track down these different pieces to put together to throw onto uh, onto all of our favorite streaming platforms for the audio version. Hopefully that won't be an issue for anyone. Um, but yeah, uh, go go hockey. Can I get a go hockey? Three, two, one. Go, 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 go hockey. hockey. Go hockey. We love hockey. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah hockey. Ooh. It's the best. Real quick, actually, from Steven in the chat. Laser eye surgery is worth it. Got it. Uh, not this past February, but the one before. See, I got, I get, I get mixed reviews on the laser eye surgery. 
I, I don't I've know, there's a whole Family Guy episode where Lois goes blind after she gets it, and I don't really want to do that, but then it's like, turns into a whole convoluted fake charity thing. I remember every Family Guy episode, it's kind of a uh, red flag, um, but I don't know if my eyes would work with laser eye surgery because of how bad they are, so. See, I think my red flag is that I watched Family Guy up until halfway through season 13. Like, I thought it was, I thought it was okay until then, and then I, I got through halfway through, I got halfway through season 13, I was like, I can't handle this. So my red flag is that I did watch that, I watched 12, I've watched 12 seasons of Family Guy. I, I just that. put it on in the background and just let it play, and somehow I absorb the plot from that. Um, I don't know why. I don't know how. I, I I have no reasons for. I have no motives for the things I do. I just do them. So, <laughs> I sound like a criminal. Avery, I'm just you got any Family Guy opinions, dude? You know, I I was I was a Family Guy. Per- I was a kid who watched Family Guy like at a way too young age. I was the kid who could watch Family Guy like ten years old. But yeah. no, I think that show jumped the shark quite a long, well, long time ago. Oh yeah. oh yeah, it's not good it's anymore. <laughs> it's not good anymore, but it like it's it's there and I don't know. It, I don't like the Simpsons as much, so uh yeah, it's there. What is this about again? Is I it hope a, everyone enjoyed this hockey podcast? Yeah. <laughs> That's devolved into the, the family guy yeah. jumping the shark hour, Lois Griffin talk. It's, it's like, hour. I, I, I didn't manage to bring up food once, which is a problem. I with, with Avery being on this episode, I was really hoping we could we could get into uh get into some real solid food discourse. See, I'll I'll be into, I'll be back in, in Toronto in June, and I'm gonna walk into SDPN Studios, probably greeted by a statement thrown my head by Steve Radham or Jesse, like. <laughs> the puck that they use for the rest of the games is just a th- something that Avery would eat. <laughs> at, at some point, uh, what I'm in, like, we'll, we'll try and set something up. As many of us can be in Toronto as possible. We'll have like a really nice. We'll have a nice, nice dinner out. We'll all go to a steakhouse just so we can watch Avery order his. Well done. Can I get the kids menu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll all order medium rare steaks except for Avery's going to get his well done and, and Kaya's going to get the, 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 the nuggies <laughs> you go for the nuggies nice all right <laughs> thank you for listening to game over cup final this was a lot of fun um thank you for sitting through all of this we really appreciate it this was a very uh I don't know how to describe this episode anyway I had a blast um I guess we'll just we'll just we'll just plug our Twitter because we want everyone to follow <laughs> us and listen to more takes that you've listened to on, on this. So obviously like the stream, share with your friends, follow SDPN on Twitter because you can see right there at SDPN, at Sports. SDPN Sports. Uh Avery, where can people follow you and 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 check out your stuff? Uh they can find all my work with um game over during intermission Avery Sports Show. You can find all the links on Twitter at a-V-R-Y. This guy getting a Twitter account is just his first name. He's like Adele. <laughs> Incredible. Kaya, where can people find uh, find you? Um, I'm at Real Kaya May on Twitter, um, but also Kaya May on YouTube and Kaya May on Twitch. Nice. That's where you can find me. And you can find me on Twitter at CWRSnow. And if you didn't hate everything I had to say, Check out Game Over Ottawa. It'll be back <laughs> at some point. October? Probably. Safe bet. Um, yeah, once again, thank you all for tuning in to Game Over Cup Final. This was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, it, hopefully this series goes seven, just because I want to see as many fun mixes of the Game Over hosts that you know don't really have the opportunity to work with each other very often. So uh yeah all that to say or is it finally ending it is we'll see you uh after game three do we know who's hosting game three um I can, can we can we can we throw a shout out out there for the uh I will for those who are gonna be on game out. three game three oh oh okay that's the what uh it will be mark mark oh mark, game over avery you're for guest Mm-hmm, that's correct. Avery, right. back-to-back games. Look at this guy go. 
All right. Well, Avery, I hope you have a great time with Mark. And uh, I'll be sure to tune into that one. As should every single person watching and or listening to this episode. So, uh, yeah, all that to say. See you folks later. And uh, sports are, are, in fact, fun. Bye. Game over. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.